0: so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and today we are talking to a really amazing woman. Her name is Hillary Silver. She is the CEO of Hillary Silver Enterprises, a multi-million dollar personal growth and development company dedicated to serving women who want to live a consciously created and fulfilling life with more meaning and purpose. She's been on TV. You're going to love her. She's exciting to just chat with. We could go on for hours. Um, She's the creator of Love and Be Loved. And uh, I'm really passionate about what she's up to. She's working on a, a big course around the extraordinary Women Rising Movement, and I think it's so powerful that you're here today. I heard your dog in the intro. Uh, My dog's in the background. (laughs) We're doing this during the quarantine, the social distancing, but we're not going to allow time or space distance us from pulling off an amazing episode for you, the listener. Welcome to the show, Hillary.
1: Well, thanks for having me. I know we've been talking about doing this for a while, so I'm happy to be here.
0: We have one question that kind of sets the tone for the entire show. Uh, What is your definition of success?
1: My personal definition of success, I I think it's changed for me over the years. It used to be when I was a therapist with private practice, it was having a, a wait list a month long people wanting to, to work with me, and oh, I'm just so good at what I do, I'm just so busy, sorry you have to wait your turn to be in demand for what I do. That was more fulfilling to me than any deposit I could put into the bank at the end of the day. And in the work that I've been doing in the last few years I'm in on my own personal growth and development and then with my clients, for me, personal success is really having everything that I want, including the bank account and the impact with my clients and helping as many people as I can, it's also not doing that at a cost to my personal well-being and my own lifestyle. So it's really having everything that I want exactly the way that I want it. That's, mm. to me, personal success.
0: No, I, I, I love it. And, you know, I was introduced uh, maybe three and a half years ago to you. I got a chance to, and I, I'm thinking it's, it was my friend Glenn I'm thinking, am yep. I right? Glenn yep. Dawson. And he goes, yep. Hey, you gotta meet Hillary. And next thing I know, Josh from Ship Offers, and myself, we met up and we sat down and we had lunch. Uh, I think it was at Perry's and we just sat and chatted for about an hour, had a great lunch, and then I realized deep down inside, um, you know, hey, I wanna I wanna figure out how to help you because I could see that transition was happening for you. Getting rid of the practice, kind of like saying, Hey, you know what? Enough is enough. I, I have this gift and I wanna share it with the world. And what better way to do that from the comfort of your own home and having all of these abilities that you can now take and say, hey, I need somebody to help me do this. I need somebody to help me do this. I need somebody to help me do this. And then you've built an amazing team to support you. Um, tell us a little bit, you know, as you saying retired, I like it, I think that's the word I'm using. You leaving one <laughs> practice, you retired. that. That sounds so much easier to say. Um, what what kind of got you into your path? Like how did you kind of go through the process? Because you know, the Be Fulfilled podcast, the movement, everything I'm about is helping people, despite their past, to create any kind of future they want.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: think it lines up perfectly with where we're at today and talking about what you're doing, due to the simple fact that, you know, a lot of us have had traumatic upbringings. We've had bad relationships. Things haven't always worked out perfect. And we put a lot of, I think, Pain on ourselves, and then we bury all of our feelings, and then we're not living the life we want to live. We're kind of living for somebody else. And so I really kind of wanted to have a a candid conversation, go down that path today, up Success Mountain, just talking about how you kind of made this transition to where you're at today and what kind of brought you along with this movement.
1: Well, yeah. So I, too, you know, we all, like you said, we all have our baggage. It's not a problem until it's a problem. And for me, it was. You know i had always been able to accomplish most everything that i really wanted i you know i traveled the world when i was 21 for eight months i went to grad school when i already had a mortgage and i went full-time and i figured that out i was you know i struggled in relationships and and love and so i did my own worthiness work i did my own healing and recovery and so i ended up with you know i've been with my husband now 20 years to, to right now. And then, you know, when I left grad school, everyone said, oh, don't start a private practice right out the gate. You can't do that. And I was like, well, watch me. And I did. So like, it's not despite my past that I'm successful it's because of my past that I'm successful and that's actually the journey that I take my clients on is that it's not something to be ashamed of that you have to deal with it's actually transforming your meaning that you're making out of your experiences so that your most painful pieces along the way become your purpose and your power and your passion and it is rewriting that story and that's a lot of what I do so for me you're asking about how I left the brick and mortar to do this. It was a struggle because I already felt like I had done so much personal growth and development work. It was such a blind spot for me, Tony, that I had some more mindset work to do. But I was really stuck in, in this pattern where I was seeking all the answers outside of myself. Maybe this coach can help me. Well, maybe this person will get me there. Well, maybe this person will get me there, not believing that I had it in me to do it. And so whatever I tried wasn't working. And I spent four years and $100,000 just trying to crack the code of how to leave at that local brick and mortar business behind and be fully online. And I straddled both worlds for four years. And and in the end, it wasn't necessarily strategy or tactics that got me there. That was probably 15% of it. It really was mastering my mindset, 85% of my success. Because since I cracked that code, and burned the bridges to, you know, you said retiring. I literally closed the doors on a 17-year business and was all in with this until I was able to do that. It was re- it was really my mindset, 85%.
0: Stop there for a moment because I think most people, anybody listening right now, right? Like we're in the, the the core of if you want something bad enough, you know, you can hire a coach, but your coach won't do it for you, right? Nope, and nope. when you are figuring out like what what's your next move, um, it's all perspective for me. Everything that I've gone through. So the good, the bad and the ugly, it's all life stumpster. I've been pushing it along. I've been, you know, until you did some deep work and you disconnected from the old thinking, right? The old thinking got you where you're at, but it's really a, a kind of renewing of your mind and really you just taking full ownership of your life. Like you literally said like, okay, I'm done straddling these two things. I'm going to go all in. And so anybody listening behind the scenes for the last like two and a half years, I've just would hear from Hillary from time to time. She'd come by the office. We'd have a conversation. She's like, what do you think about this? And I'm thinking, no. <laughs> then something's showing up on my door and I'm like, how the hell did you do this so fast? She's like, I'm the person of, I'm going to create it. I'm not waiting. I'm like, damn, there you go. <laughs> that is what I think is so powerful about you and which I think is so empowering to women too. It is seeing action take place now and not waiting for like permission.
1: Well, I think we, when we doubt ourselves and we don't think we have what it takes and we have all of those negative limiting beliefs that we don't even know we have, like, like I said, I had already done so much work on myself. I'm a master at all this stuff, but it was still a blind spot for me that I had even more to do. And so I just, when we feel like we can't trust ourselves to be at the wheel, we, don't sit at the wheel. We sit in the back seat. And I kept putting this coach or that coach at the wheel thinking they were going to get me there. <laughs> Your Welcome dog wants to, to be home <laughs> studio.
0: No, he's, he knows my wife ran outside and that's life. And if you can't deal with it, people, sorry, but this no, is what no, reality it's so is. Good. Right?
1: This is exactly it. That's I think it's perfect that that's happening, Tony, because that's the point of it all is things are not perfect. You just have to decide the meaning that you're going to make out of it. And, and if you have the mindset that whatever happens works to your benefit and in your favor, you're going to win no matter what. And so I just learned that, wait a minute, I do have what it takes and it's not if she can do it, why can't I, or if she can have it, why can't I, or what's wrong with me that I can't have it. It's if she could do it, so can I, and if she could do it, I can do it even better.
0: And so I like that fire in you. (laughs) that I can do it better. When you were talking about your, I had a mortgage and had all this stuff and you're talking about your definition, right? So people like, I don't talk about money as like the the core because I said, let's cross money out. What like, what's your definition of success? I think it comes back to the same thing for so many people. It comes back to freedom, freedom to live the way you want to live, do what you want to do, not be tied down to any sort of like rules and just feel free. And when you look at your life, let's snap back. So, some 20 years into your marriage. What were you like when you guys first got together? And what is your marriage like today?
1: <laughs> oh, Lord, you just opened up a big old can of worms. You don't even know. So, you know, we've been together for a long time. I'm 47 right now. We met when I was 27. And we we kind of grew up together because even though we were in our late 20s, we were still really young. And we just have evolved together and grown together. And it's in our struggles and in our relationship challenges that we've just gotten better and better and you know we're committed so when things are are hard we're not going anywhere we just work through it um sometimes it's prettier and uh, than others you know like even as an expert at this i'm not perfect and that's just the way that it is like i never will be so i think you know one of the strengths about our relationship is that we really and this is what I teach in my Love and Be Love program, is what does the framework of a healthy relationship look like? And it really is about a relationship has enough room for two whole full people to move around and navigate their lives and have autonomy and freedom and to be fully differentiated. And if the relationship isn't healthy enough, when somebody evolves and grows, the relationship will be too brittle to accommodate that growth. So it has to be a malleable, flexible construct. That the two people can show up both people must be fully represented in the relationship and when one person is kind of stuffing away their truth and pleasing and accommodating. The other becomes kind of, you know, more dominant and visible and then that's when things start to get pretty screwed up and and the 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 balance of power is off and it's just a big mess. So what's been great about our relationship is, you know, I tend to be more outspoken than my husband and so I've just learned to move myself around in a way, so to speak, that there's room for him too. And then when he's taking up more space, we navigate how I need to be more present and make room for me. And it just is a constantly evolving dynamic system.
0: That is really simple to think about and super powerful at the same time, right? You said like two people, right? For room for both, but you kind of have the lead voice like on your business and in your life and a lot of what I know, right? But I love how you love, and I love how it shows up in your work. I think that, you know, Hillary. the one thing that I love most about you is uh, you're not shy. You're ready to take and try new challenges. And the cool thing about getting to know you is your partner's in uh, the trenches with you, supporting you, and he's right there taking steps with you. And maybe silent, maybe not in the front. But I love that he's cheerleading. And that's like my wife. My wife's like that. What I want to focus, I think, for the show and helping people to go up and down success mountain is I want to talk about one of the things that I loved what our first conversations. And it was about relationships and how women sometimes don't use their voice. And they're more like, oh, it's okay. Just you do you. And I'm just going to sit back. And Mm -hmm. I want to talk about how you got your voice.
1: Um, I didn't have a voice pretty much. I mean, I think back to being a child and I think, did I even talk? You know, I think I kept a lot of things in my head. I was afraid to speak up. I thought I was wrong. I was stupid. I don't know what I'm talking about. If I let people see who I am, I'll be squashed. I thought I had a lot of bad stuff going on in my head. And, And so I didn't really speak up. And I think I did a lot of stuffing myself away and, and not sharing. But then, oh, Lord, once I found my voice, I haven't shut up since. So I had to learn how to, you know, really make sure that I'm a really effective communicator. And that's where I'm at now. But it took me a while. And, and you know what, Tony, I will say a lot of women do become pleasing and accommodating and agreeable but so do men men really stuff away a lot of what they need and what they think and what they feel and what's important to them and they just do what they think they're supposed to do as men and be the provider even if they don't love what they're doing or they have to be a certain way for for women to value who they are so it's not just a woman thing it's a it's a human thing it just looks different a little bit for each sex to be honest
0: I get that so I've been in 22 years coming up in our marriage. We were separated for three years in the middle of it. Me, you know, like I always say, like I caused it, but we equally worked on repairing it. Mm -hmm. And that's super important in a marriage, you know. You know, I was in my throes of my addiction and I didn't know how to get out. And what you said about growing up, like I've actually grown up with my wife. She's six years younger than me. But we have grown up together and raised two boys in college, fine men and super... You know, I think those things when you, when you look at your life where you're at today and what you get to do, how you show up. And I love the fact of uh, effective communication because I, I really think that does kind of also define you, right? Your word is everything or you have nothing. Yeah. And if you can really hone in on that and and tell somebody what you're up to, but what you feel is one thing, but what you need is completely different. And And for a lot of our relationship- it was, I'm gonna go do my world, you're gonna go do your world, and we'll find time to collaborate. And really, since moving to Colorado the past 10 years, I would say probably more so in the last five years, we're more in alignment. I feel like, you know, after you're done taking your kids to school and all the sporting events and then they're kind of gone, you know, now you're staring at yourself. We've been empty, empty nesting for six months and then our kid moved in from college because of what we're dealing with. And we're like readjustment time, but reality has really been, he's doing his own thing and we're back to doing ours again. So I'm still empty nesting. (laughs) What's life like for you when you know how to be an effective communicator in your family, first and foremost, what's that like? How does that show up for you in your business too?
1: Mm, um, Well, I mean, if I'm completely transparent, it's much easier to be effective communicating in the outside world because we're not emotionally triggered as much. People out there, clients and colleagues and friends, don't have the power to wound us and hurt us the same way our most intimate relationships. Can, and so it's much easier to be vulnerable and stick your neck out and to be powerful. That's why I work with so, so many. All my clients are highly accomplished, successful professionals, so they have no problem showing up with the professional hat on and being effective communicators. It's when they're in their intimate relationships that they struggle the most, and so that's. I'm not immune to that either. Like you know, my husband are, and I are constantly working on how can we communicate our needs to each other ask for what we need, share our feelings with each other, especially when we're hurt and slowing down when there's the clutter and chaos and busyness of everybody under one roof and all the agendas and the activities. And so I think for us, effective communication is, can we get across what it is that we need to get across to one another so that you can understand who I am in this very moment? What's going on for me in this very moment? Can I ask for what I need when I'm upset and do it in a way that you're actually gonna hear me? you know, and, and not communicate in destructive ways that shut somebody down. You know, it, it's, it takes a lot of skill. And it's never perfect. It's never perfect. Ever, ever, ever. It's not like you work on this and then you're done. It's like you work on it and then you have the tools and you're committed to using your tools all the time, every day. Well,
0: it's like you get a new mastery every week or every month yes. or every year. Right. Cause like what brought you here is not going to take you to the next level. So you got to constantly be evolving and working. And you yes. know, like I was saying as I was needing a quick break. I'm like, just look at my wife and I'm like, She's building this massive desk bed and she just pulls it out. She's like, I'm sanding it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I can envision that stuff, but she can see it. And there's certain things that uh, she can't see that I can. And that's how we collaborate and help each other. I want to talk. When we first started talking about three years ago, you had the honor of going on television. I loved you were on the Steve Harvey show and uh, I just (laughs) loved hearing kind of what you were doing at the time and you made some transitions, but you're also still very much doing the same kind of stuff. What is love and be loved?
1: Love and be loved is an exclusive eight week online program for high achieving women who really have everything in their lives that they could want A great career and all the lifestyle goodies that go with it, but they've just not been as successful in their love lives and they cannot seem to attract a great partner who's their equal And make it last. And so our program isn't about getting the guy. It's about her becoming who she needs to be first and foremost. So that she is able to have that kind of a relationship. It's about tackling all that inner world obstacles, the fear and the um, the worthiness and the insecurities and leaving your baggage behind and reprogramming and rewiring all of the old stuff that makes you feel like you can't have this and can't do it. And then giving them the tools and the skills so that they know how to navigate all stages of relationships. We're primarily focused on helping them get into one and finding somebody. But when we teach so the what I was talking about earlier, this that framework actually call it sunny side up because there's a whole visual that goes with it and I teach them this so that they understand what they're striving for they know never to disappear ever again in a relationship and to recognize when they're starting to do that or if he's the one who disappears and she's kind of the more dominant one how that's not healthy either so we're really giving her her PhD in relationships in a very short period of time it's like high-level executive coaching for your love life
0: and and all done online
1: All online, we have, um, you know, all the materials, my trainings and my curriculum, and then we do weekly coaching calls and they get private sessions too. It's really a completely comprehensive immersion program because, you know, therapy can be helpful in crisis times, but it really is. Is like, and I I can say this without feeling bad about it because I did it for so long, but it drags things out for a long time, and and people are kind of dabbling when they go to therapy because they get busy and they they cancel or they're happy today so they don't know what to talk about, you know. So what we do is I give them my twenty years of experience and there's multiple modalities in this program, from neurofeedback and EMDR for trauma and cognitive behavioral therapy and narrative therapy. There's all these kinds of, of modalities. So smushed into this eight weeks and it's an intensive. And I do that because they don't want to wait. We're high achieving women. We want what we want. We want it yesterday. And they, most people, most of the women are, you know, between 40 and 60. And so they're sick of feeling this way. They're ready for the answers. So are like, it damn
0: them. it. I want it now. It's time. Like, yes. Exactly. I want to, I want to stop. Cause I want to talk about just a little bit more because I think it's, it's incredible what you're doing and I love how you're serving, but I love that it's, it's classified for like high achieving people, people who are like, all right, I'm set in all areas, but this one, right? And I, mm-hmm. I'm. is there, a, is there something that you could share, maybe an ingredient or something that that hasn't been a focus for them that maybe, you know, you're saying 40 to 60, like they've got everything else they want, but they've never really stopped to focus on that. Is it just because they were so driven on all the other areas that they hadn't stopped to finally find what they were needing or wanting?
1: Yeah, I would say a lot of times we we get what we don't want, in when we're growing up, or um, we just don't—you know—most of my clients have been taught. Whether it's by—and I talk about this in the program—to implicit messages or explicit messages. So some things are implied. The eye roll from your parents—you interpret that as, "Oh, they hate me." Or if they're literally saying, "You're stupid," like whatever. We grow up somehow always thinking we're not enough. No matter what we start with, that's where we end up. And I believe that it is our biggest, it's why we're here is to come back full circle and realize we are. And so my clients have learned to get their, their significance in the world or their value from being an achiever. And so that's why they climb the ladder so high or why they're so successful or why they're so driven. And they're great at that. Or they learn that they have to be all things to all people, so they really kind of develop that pleasing persona, which we talk a ton about in the program, where they have to be all things to all people, and and help everyone, and nurture, and serve, and care for, and that that they're basically turning themselves into a commodity to find their value, because they're not recognizing their own worth just intrinsically. And so it's just been a big gap in their own awareness and understanding that Even though intellectually they can say I'm amazing and smart and successful and look at me, I know I'd make a great partner. If if you don't really believe that at your core, at your subconscious level, everything you do will sabotage it and if you can't, you know, so the two main words that I really like to think about are they have to feel worthy and enough and then they have to feel capable And, and that is do I know how to do this? Do I know how to do this? And most women say, I don't trust myself at all. And if you don't trust yourself, like I was saying earlier, you won't grab the wheel. You'll let other people be at the wheel of your own life. And then you end up somewhere you do not want to be. So we help women feel empowered and confident enough to grab the wheel. And whether it's love or business or anything else that they want, when you know that you've got this, you can get anything you want.
0: Did you kind of hear like a, a theme in your practice over and over and over that one day a light bulb went off and you're like, oh, here's the opportunity?
1: Yeah, I was repeating myself over and over and I started listening to what I was saying. And then I kind of just developed the curriculum when I went down to when I went to actually create the, the outline for the program and the videos. It took me literally a week. And I did it when I was in Tulum at a resort with my girlfriends. They were all sleeping in until 10, and I was up at 4 in the morning recording my videos so that I could get it done. And it was easy for me because I had spent so many years working with men, women, and couples, and the toughest life and relationship problems, infidelity, sex problems, marriage problems, divorce, anxiety. I did psychological evaluations for a gastric bypass doctor in town, so like dealing with like addictions. I was an addictions counselor for a while certified in trauma. So all the things, all the best pieces of what have gotten my clients transformation over the years are what's in this program. And that's why it works so well.
0: So how do, how does our listener learn more about love and be loved? Where would we direct them?
1: Well, I have a free webinar where anybody can sign up. And if you just go to my website, it's right there, smack dab on the front homepage, Hillary And the best place to get started is to watch that class because and I run it all the time, I do it all the time, and either you're gonna love me and get it, or you're gonna hate me, because I cuss, <laughs> and I tell it like it is, and you're either gonna think this lady knows what she's talking about, she's for me, she's talking straight to me, or they're gonna just not click, and that's fine. So at the end of the webinar, you know, I'm not selling anything, I'm offering a free consultation with us. We usually give about 75 to 90 minutes of our time um, walking you through, what, is, what are the biggest obstacles going on in your love life? What's the real problem here? And then what is it that you really want? And we're trying to figure out, do you have a problem we can solve? Is there the solution that you're looking for something we know you can, we can help you get? But also, most importantly, are you ready to do this kind of work? Because why we say it's for high-level women is because not everybody's capable or ready to do this kind of work. You know, we don't, It's not a quick fix. It's not.
0: Eight weeks, I get it, is so drastically different than paying for years of therapy to have it drag on. Um, I was just talking to somebody today, a mentor of mine, and he said, instead of doing like a two-day intensive, let's just sit down for four hours. I mean, you're going to drag a lot more questions into your eight hours or your two sessions, but why don't we just bring it into your four and just knock it out, right? And Mm -hmm. so sometimes when you're intentional with what it is that you want, and that's why I love the program and I need to take a break, but I got to pay bills. That's what I always tell people. That's my days in radio. Like, we will be right back. We got to pay the bills first. It's super important. So if you're listening today and and I promise you, Hillary's fire, right? And she's not cold and ice, but she's fire and she's going to find that thing and stoke it inside of you. If you even are sitting today listening on the edge of your seat, like I am, and I hope that you are you can find the value that Hillary's just talking about in just a, a short fraction of time where you can, you can say, Hey, you know what? I'm good in all these areas, but I'm, I'm missing in that area, that, that moment of love, that knowing that I'm worthy and, and, and deserving of a partner to walk through life with. This is where you really want to, I think, like stop for a moment and say, wow, she just gave me a free invitation. Hillarysilver.com. go check out love and be loved. Go sign up for the webinar if you don't know what that is. Just imagine it's you and Hillary and a bunch of other people going through, and Hillary's going to still continue to talk to your heart. And then she'll give you the opportunity to take action. When we come back, we're going to be coming back talking about the extraordinary Women Rising, this journal that she's created, this program, her coaching, and so much more. But I want to be reminded of something and why I always know it's the right time to be interviewing a guest. Uh, Today when I woke up, I, I opened up my devotional app, And I started reading, and this is what uh, hit me this morning. It says, the first thing you must do to understand your destiny is to recognize the gifts God's given to you. They include the things you can't control, like your parents, your nationality, your race, your language. They also include your shape, your spiritual gifts, hearts, abilities, personality, and experiences. These are the things that make you uniquely you. Now, you are not responsible for the gifts God didn't give you. In other words, if you're not artistically gifted, you are not expected to paint pictures like Rembrandt, but you are responsible for the ones he did give you. And I really resonated with that in listening to you today because I'm talking to somebody who's truly gifted in helping women, men, even myself, to, to look at things a little differently. And, and if you're sitting on that should I, you should. And if you're like, is it for me? It's probably for you. And if you're like, am I really where I need to be? I don't know. You can answer that question, but I can tell you if you want to be where you've never been before, you should go check out Love and Be Loved. We'll be right back on the Be Phil podcast show with our special guest today, Hillary Silver. We're going to take a quick break. And since Tony's taking one, let's take one
1: together. Let's take a deep breath. Wherever you are, feel those ribs expand, that chest lifts towards your chin. Let's do it now. feels good, right? That's one of over 23,000 breaths you're going to take today. You don't even think about it. You focused on that one. That's life. That's rejuvenation. That's the moment right here. And thanks for doing that with me. We all
0: matter. Those breaths matter. Let's remember them. And let's get back to the show. All right, we are back on the Be Fulfilled podcast show talking today to a dear friend of mine, uh, an amazing woman. She's a multi-million dollar personal growth and development company all around helping to help you, the woman, you know, to to live that, you know, consciously created and and fulfilling life. Maybe you've dreamed of and you didn't know how you were going to obtain it and then talking to her. I love most is that she said, I went first. I went and spent $100,000 trying to find it And I just didn't, and you know, I had to sit for seventeen plus years listening to people share their stories of infidelity, marriage, you know, sex, all these kinds of things, to kind of realize, wow, wait, there's a common theme here. Let me go figure out how to go help at a higher level and to get it out to more people instead of in my office. And so she retired that practice. She's now online. She's worldwide. Love and be loved is available. Go check it out at hillarysilver.com. But what I'm really excited about on top of all of that is that you reached out to me and said, what the heck are you up to these days? And I shared uh, that I launched my Be Fulfilled journal and you're like, that's awesome. Can I have a copy? I'm like, yep, yeah. the next thing I know you had your own book and I, <laughs> I pointed you in all the right directions and then I just got out of the way and this extraordinary woman showed up with uh, Women Rising. I just gotta say congratulations for what you've been able to do and put out there. You're an action girl effective communicator, but you're an action girl. So tell me about what you have created.
1: That is one of my superpowers. I am an implementer and I'm a manifester. And, you know, before I even stumbled into this current thing, I was doing all this without realizing I was doing it. So, you know, I was able to travel the world when I was 22 years old all by myself for eight months. Like, who does? No American does that. You know, I've done a lot of things in my life, and I look back and I think, what was it that got me through that? How did I do that? And it really was tenacity and fear, ferocity and a deep desire that I was going to get what I wanted and no one was going to stop me. Don't get in my way. And But I didn't realize that I, there was a process, like an internal process to that. But when I was trying to leave my practice, I was just stuck. I could not... It wasn't working. I wanted it and wanted it and wanted it. And I kept finding reasons why it wasn't working. I never took a business class. I don't know business. I'm just a therapist. I don't know how to do business. Like whatever. I came up with all these different excuses. And so in those four years where I was really kind of trying to find my way, the last kind of six months I really stumbled into with some, with some of my own mentors and, and teachers, I just became aware of what I had already been doing but didn't know it. And then I started to hone it even more. And I created this journaling process that allowed me to leave my private practice. And within a year's time, I had hit three quarters of a million, and then within 18 months I hit two million. And it was only because of this journaling practice. And so this is now what is in the Love and Be Loved program as a part of everything else that I'm doing. And what I've done is in the journal, I extracted it from the Love and Be Loved program, and now it's a standalone. It is a mindset and manifesting program where it's all that inner world stuff, changing your core beliefs, becoming the most empowered version of you, feeling like you can trust yourself. We're retraining your brain. We're changing the way that you think, and we're changing your energy. And what's cool about it is you get this big, gorgeous journal, this tool mailed to you, but... You're logging in and you're being walked through all these, again, more material, more trainings and guided visualizations. That is the secret sauce. The guided visualizations so that you can change your identity at the core, how you think, how you feel, how you think of yourself and what's possible for you because you have to be the person you need to be to get what it is that you want, not just in the ability to achieve and, and, do the work to get there. It's, am I the person I need to be to live the life that I want to live when my goals have been met? Can I tolerate that degree of success and happiness? Or do I not even believe it's possible? Do I know how to live at that level? I had to change some of the things that I was doing as a business owner and really take myself from an entrepreneur mindset to a CEO mindset to a million dollar woman mindset, not to a six figure, multiple six figure business woman, but to a million dollar business. It was really changing my identity. And that's what this program does. That was a long answer, but
0: not necessary. And, but there's no shortcut, right? No. Like you didn't just like, ah, oh, there's a little bit of this in here. Maybe this will help you. I mean, you created something and, and I was excited just to watch your journey. I think just from somebody you know who every day I love helping entrepreneurs. That's why I get out of bed, right? Connection and contribution. And then to watch somebody just go, I got this. See ya. Like you're like the, the the person who says there's instructions. Great. Let me go create my own because you're like, bam, and you're gone. And you came back and you rewrote it and you made it better. And that's what I love about your energy is that you just see it. And and I love that you just said about the visualization, because I think that's so important in a program for people to see themselves as if it was them yes i think so so much of life is missing because people can't picture themselves like when i was an athlete at the highest level i was always visualizing myself as like an nba basketball player i always still to this day when i go to an arena i can do that like put me in coach i can do that and that is what has propelled me when i wanted to quit I always use that fallback is like, I can do this. Like the only reason I want to quit is because I'm not getting what I want because I'm not being challenged. So right now on my Apple watch, I'm challenging three different people. And I was up at 445 working out this morning and I was out walking and I probably already have, you know, 15 miles on my watch because I need to be challenged. Yeah. Because it's something in my core is like, if I don't get challenged, it's not that I don't feel worthy. It's feel like I'm missing out. And when, when you came to my office and you sat and you handed me this, like, I literally wanted to like tear up because I think for me, watching what you put into this is an amazing program. And I've talked to you about everything in regards to your program. And the one thing that I keep coming back, you're not charging enough, girl. Like, it, you know, <laughs> like the, the people buying this, they're like getting it right now at like a steal. And so like take massive action today. And and the B and B Love program. Get into that. Like, get into this extraordinary women rising thing. Like, take action. Don't sit still. Like, there's never. I talked about this today. There's never going to be a better time than today. Right now in your life. If you think the economy is going to get better, yeah, you could. But are you going to wait? Or are you going to make it better? Is there's never been a better time right now, right now for your life to make it better. And I hope that you take action today. And and Hillary, I just want to say thank you. I have one last thing that I have to get you into. It's called the fulfillment round. Okay. It's a bunch of random questions. <laughs> uh, you can make all the answers up you want. It's just, we need to know a little bit more about you at a different level. And that's really just for us to have fun. And maybe somebody who knows you really, really well will go, Hmm. I never knew that about Hillary.
1: Okay. So
0: <laughs> if you are ready, I need your permission. You don't have to sign a digital waiver, but I do need you to say, I am ready.
1: I'm ready, I think.
0: (laughs) And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine.
1: No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannica's. And I promise Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The fulfillment round
0: brought to you by shipoffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? Uh, So, Hillary, where did you grow up? St. Louis. And uh, did you have uh, like a boyfriend in like grade school?
1: Not grade school. My first boyfriend was when I was 15.
0: All right. Do you remember his name? Scott. If Scott would see you today, do you think Scott would say, damn, I missed my chance? Or wow, this is one hell of a powerful woman.
1: Probably the latter. Yeah. B. B. Or okay. maybe a combination uh, of both. I don't really know.
0: I like it. I like it because these are all for fun, right? Yeah. Um, when it's just you and nobody's at home, what are you jamming to on the music, like in Radio Pandora, Spotify?
1: Um, it's either the groundation, which is the best reggae ever, when I want to be kind of down tempo and chill, but I really do love electronic music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I am an electronic girl. I kind of am, you know, on I, on Sirius XM, it, I listen to um, the chill station. So it's not like hardcore electronic unless I'm out. So when I'm at home, it's definitely electronic music for sure. No, I,
0: That's so cool. All right. You and your husband are going out to a, a nice spot for dinner where you live. What kind of food would you be enjoying?
1: Hmm. I'm. I really like to eat healthy, and I like to eat, eat creative. So my main, like, what I love the most is like contemporary, modern American food, with an Asian twist. Sometimes
0: I like it. An Asian twist. Got to have some EDM. I'm going to be having some music pretty- <laughs> out of the background. When you like to cook, what is it that you do cook?
1: I. I like to Well, I do all the cooking in my family, and I run my business. And so for me, it has to be easy and simple and super healthy. So I'm literally cooking a protein, and a vegetable, and for my kids, I'll throw in the rice or the noodles, and I can try to keep my paws out of it.
0: All right. Uh, what are you listening to or reading right now?
1: Um, my goodness. Um, I'm, I don't listen as much as I should because I'm always in the output. I'm, I'm not that often on the input, uh, um, and I'm reading some trash novel right now because I need to be able to, like, take my mind off of business before I go to sleep.
0: Well, I don't even know. It's,
1: I don't even know what it's called, to be honest.
0: It's either the news or that. So at least you're picking something, you know, that's good. And I just want to say, you know, it's it's awesome to have you on the show. Uh, if you had to go back, like back to like high school, go back to college, would there be something that you wish that you were taught that wasn't wasn't a subject in school that you wish you well, would have? Like, yeah. what would be that I mean, class?
1: It would have been. Really the, the relationship with the self, like how to love yourself, how to value yourself, how to be yourself. And that's probably a relationship class because it starts with you. And I think that was really sorely missing was um, just how to be a person, how to, how to really love and value yourself, how to be successful in the world how to honor yourself, you know, I think all teens miss that, we, we, we don't do a service to our kids by not having this, but I'll tell you, if I didn't have that, I would not be where I am today, if I go back and change any of that, I was telling my clients on our group call the other day, I struggled with self-esteem, especially with regards to men and boys when I was growing up, and if I knew then what I knew now, oh my god, my life would have been spared so much pain and heartache, but I wouldn't be where I am today, so I wouldn't change a thing.
0: No, I love it. And, and it's the good, the bad, and the ugly that brought you here. And that for me is just awesome. And I just want to say thank you for being a guest. There's a prayer that I say, and I remind myself to say it as often as I can. It says, God, spare me from the desire to seek love, acceptance, and approval. Amen. Because so much is what I wanted. You, you mentioned it early in your, your story today of like you wanted approval, right? You just, there's a part of us that kind of wants it. And then when you realize like you don't need it, but from yourself, And, and, and I just want to say, thank you for bringing it today. All the, all the links and everything that if you're listening today, going like so much information Hillary shared, like I want to follow her. She's, she's active and you can follow along and she's dynamic and you're never going to be bored because there's always something great coming in the works. So Hillarysilver.com, all the show notes will be available at Tony dot com. You'll find Hillary there. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, being bright, ambitious, powerful, dominating, just lovable person. Thank you for being here.
1: And can I add, Tony, before you cut off, I want to thank you because you just kind of generously gave your time and your attention to me and I... And I called you up with this idea for my journal because I had, from Glenn, heard that you had one. And if you didn't just share openly your resources and what you knew with me, this program and this journal would not have happened at all. So I just want to thank you for being you.
0: Thank you. I really do appreciate it and I accept it. Um, Everybody, that is Hillary Silver. My name is Tony Grubmeyer, And no matter where you go, no matter what you do today, just remember one thing, choose to make today, right now in this very moment, the absolute best day of your life.